Hello and welcome to this podcast from the Grace Baptist Mission radio team. You're about to hear the Serving Today programme, which is for pastors and church leaders. This episode was recorded with the late Phil Crowter back in the early 2000s, before he went to glory. Welcome to Serving Today, the programme for pastors and church leaders. I'm Derek French and it's good to be with you once more. Preaching through Mark, Phil Crowder looks at Jesus' teaching about trusting in God. Having faith in God is, of course, one of the prime marks of each true Christian believer. To be a Christian means not that you were born to Christian parents or in a Christian village or country, but that you have trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. That is our starting point, for without faith, It is impossible to please God. We must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. But that initial step of faith is just that, initial, and it's not the end of the story, because the true believer goes on believing and their faith is to continue to grow. Indeed, once the disciples were so aware of their need for their faith to grow, they actually asked Jesus to increase it. And you'll find that in Luke 17 verse 5. Well, it's that exercise of true trust in God that we come to in our next study on preaching through Mark. We're in chapter 11, verses 20 to 25, and Phil Crowder is here to help us. So, Phil, what heading are you going to give to this message? Have faith in God. And what about background that we need to be aware of? Well, Jesus has just shown his great power. He has the right to judge the temple. We've seen that. He's in control, and you see that in verses 15 to 19. Next day, when Peter sees the dead fig tree, he's very surprised. Once again, Jesus has shown his great power. Look there in verses 20 to 21. Shall we read those? In the morning as they went along, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots. Peter remembered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, look! The fig tree you cursed has withered. Jesus wants the disciples to know where this power has come from. Soon he will go from them, but then they can put faith in God's power. Verses 22 to 25. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. I tell you the truth, if anyone says to this mountain, go, throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes what he says will happen, It will be done for him. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive him, so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. Just a couple of points to notice on the the verses. In verse 20, the disciples see this fig tree withered up. In one day, the fig tree became dry and died. That's an amazing thing. But that just shows that Jesus has God's power to judge. When Jesus judges, it happens. It's awesome, isn't it, really? Mm. Mm. And then in verse 25, just to notice really how important it is to forgive other people. Remember how much God has forgiven us. And remember, too, that God will not hear our prayers if we will not forgive other people. Yes, that's something that's stressed several times, isn't it, in the Gospels? So, Indeed. Yeah. What would you suggest as a main point for our sermon? Have faith in God. 
then anything is possible. Phil, that's quite a bold statement you've made there. Are there things that we need to be sort of careful about with this? Well, I think there are two mistakes we could fall into. The first is this. God does not promise to give us whatever we decide to ask for. Jesus says, have faith in God. And God does not do things that are not his will. He won't give us things that are not good for us. Some other verses which make this clear. Have a think about John's first letter, not the gospel, but John's first letter, chapter 5, verses 14 to 15. John writes, This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we asked of him. Could you also read chapter 3, verses 21 and 22? Dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God and receive from him anything we ask because we obey his commands and do what pleases him. And then John writes in his Gospel, chapter 15, verse 7, If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given you. When we want God's will, then nothing is too difficult for God to give us. But he doesn't promise to give us just the things that we think that we want. Yeah, I think that's very important because, you know, we can be quite self-centred, can't we, in prayer? And and there are some who would even almost demand that God gives things which they want. Whereas here, these verses are very clear. We do need to submit to God's will, don't we? And mustn't ask for anything that's out of his will. And I'm glad that sometimes God says no to some of the things we ask for because he knows if we had them, it wouldn't help us. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. The second mistake we could make is the opposite one, really. We mustn't think that this promise is not for us. It's not just for special people or people with a great big faith. Jesus says that anyone can ask. We don't need big faith because we have a big God. We only have to trust that God means what he says. In Matthew 17, verses 20 to 21, Jesus says to the disciples, I tell you the truth, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Yeah, these are very encouraging verses, aren't they? As well as, you know, they are challenging too. But as you said, you know, we mustn't make the mistake of thinking the promise isn't for us. Mm. Coming to the sermon, how many points have you got this time? Three things. And what are they? The first one is have faith in God, which is exactly what Jesus says in verse 22. Soon Jesus will go from the disciples. He won't be there to do his great miracles. And they will face many big problems. How will they feel when Jesus goes? Have faith in God. Jesus wants them to know that God's power is there for them. They must learn to trust God. Now, of course, they follow Jesus and ask Jesus to do whatever they need. But soon they must live by faith in God and ask him for all they need. Often, you know, we, we don't really have this faith in God. Think with your people, why, why is this? And then think... Another question, why is it safe 
to trust God? What is God like that makes it safe to have faith in him? That's your first point then, have faith in God. What's the second one? Nothing is too hard for God. That flows really from the first point, but nothing is too hard for God. And we see that in verses 23 and 24. I tell you the truth, if anyone says to this mountain, go, throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes what he says will happen, it will be done for him. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. It will be great if you can tell a story about this. I remember once hearing a missionary story. These missionaries wanted to get to a particular village, but there was a huge tree trunk across the path. And so they had to go somewhere else. But when they came back to that place a few days later, the tree trunk had been removed. And they couldn't understand whatever could have removed the tree trunk. But an elephant had walked many, many miles to the tree trunk, removed the tree trunk out of the path, and gone back to where it came from. And these missionaries had prayed, Lord, you know a way of moving this tree trunk. We want to get to this village to tell them about Jesus. And God had provided an elephant to move the tree trunk for them. Mm, It's quite an amazing answer to prayer, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, lovely. Well, if you can't find a story, then tell one from the Bible. It has plenty there. For example, you could tell the story of Elijah. I'll give you some references for you to, to look up. James, chapter 5, verse 17 and 18. And then 1 Kings... Chapter 17, verse 1, and chapter 18, verses 41 to 45. Many things are simply too hard for us. We see this big problem. We know that we can't do anything. And so we become sad and discouraged. We give up. Often we forget that God can do it. If it's God's will, we can ask God and he will do it. Here's a question. Does Jesus say that we can only ask God for things that are a little bit too hard for us? Does it matter how impossible it is? And why is that? Of course, Jesus doesn't want us to move real mountains. He put them there. He uses a picture to help us to see that nothing is too hard for God. No problem is a problem to God. And that's a tremendous encouragement, isn't it, to pray? It is, and we often have problems in our lives, and I wonder sometimes if we respond in the wrong way. So here's a a question to think about with your people. When you have a problem, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to worry, or get upset, or give up? Jesus gives us another response. He says, have faith in God. Nothing is too hard for God. Yes, we're so frail sometimes, aren't we? Our faith, our vision of God, our understanding and grasp of God is so small and he's, he is so great and glorious and mighty and powerful that, well, nothing is too hard for him, is it? And we, you know, we need to take that very much on, on board, don't we? That's right. And my last point is really an application of those things. It is this, ask and receive from those same two verses, verse 23 and 24. Often we don't know what God's will is. 
we must trust God then to do whatever is right. Sometimes we do know what God's will is. So then we can believe that God will answer. When we have faith in God, he answers. I read a story recently that I'll tell you. It was a series of special meetings. There were many people gathered and it was nearly time for the main speaker to preach. But the wind was blowing so loudly that no one could hear. The whole building was rattling. And the man remembered this promise. He knew that it was God's will for the people to hear. So he actually asked the wind to stop. He believed it would. And as he stood up to preach, suddenly the wind was silent. And as soon as he had finished his message, the wind started again, full volume. Mm, it's a lovely answer to prayer, isn't it? It is. Yeah. But it's exactly the point Jesus is making here, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ask and receive. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, Phil, thanks very much. And there we must bring this edition of Serving Today to a close. Thank you for being with us. And until next time, this is Derek French saying goodbye. And may the Lord help us to trust in him with all our hearts. Well, thanks for listening to Serving Today, a podcast from the Grace Baptist Mission radio team. To get in touch with us, you can now send us a message via WhatsApp. The number is plus four four seven five zero eight nine three two five three four. That's plus four four seven five zero eight nine three two five. Three, four. Until next time, goodbye.